0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 316 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Sullivan State Farm Agencies, Dawn and Michael Sullivan. Guys, how are you doing? We're doing great. I love it. I love it.
1: (laughs) Teamwork,
0: Couple work. Husband. Thanks
1: for having us. We've
0: been <laughs> practicing on that
1: all morning. Right. We got, we got the tone
0: right. Wow, what an enthusiastic beginning to the episode. I love it, guys. I'm gonna rent you out for future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, we start with a, kind of an intro of the wonderful things that you guys are doing in the community, certain, certainly the state farm. Uh, agencies that you run, that you own, Uh, so tell us a little bit about what you're doing there.
1: So our business is basically two state farm agencies under one roof, and we're very family focused. That's what kind of brought us together. We share employees. We're um, one group that just focuses on insurance and financial services. Um, On our insurance side, obviously, home, auto, life, and health, and then on our financial services side, most people do not know this about us, but we are affiliated with U.S. Bank for our vehicle loans and credit cards and Rocket Mortgage for um, our mortgages. So really? we're an all-around um, risk, uh, a- risk uh, agency that um, focuses on families and um, also uh, spend a lot of time in the community.
0: Wow, wow. Well, you know, the community part is, is something I, I want to explore because that's how we found out about you guys. And you were recommended by a few folks saying, oh, you got to talk to the Solvents. They do so, so many wonderful things in the community. So don't let me forget that part. Uh, got it. But <laughs> but Michael, anything you want to add to that?
2: Um, no, it is. We are. It's all about the community for us. It's really, mm-hmm. it, Don and I, it's our business as people. You know, I mean, if we were a great, well, Don is a great cook, but we would probably be in the restaurant business if there was some other passion. But for us, people are our passion. Connection with people are our passion and letting people know that we actually care about them is kind of what we're both on this planet for.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, do you mind, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit, but do you mind sharing some of the things that, that you and your team are involved in? Um, We refer, we've uh,
2: referred to ourselves as the education agency because we essentially try to promote education as best that we can. Uh, I was a previous teacher. Don actually spent some quite a, quite a bit of time in education. And in fact, you know, a little known fact that people probably don't know is that almost 50% of State Farm's agency force was involved as a teacher or in education. That's kind of the person that State Farm goes after as a self-starter and somebody who they believe would get involved in the community. Um, we run from everything from help. We have our own foundation that actually supports uh, numerous causes. But I think over the years, Don and I, I've watched my mother who was a chemist uh, break through the glass ceiling over decades. I've watched Don uh, consistently try to move women forward. And, and I think our niche in our foundation has essentially been empowering women through education and realizing that they can do that. And, but without, you know, trying to get ourselves in too much trouble, we have this kind of profound philosophy that you, whenever you're asked to donate or give, you just say, yes, we kind of have a hundred percent commitment to that. We don't discriminate against it. We believe it's our job to give. It's not our job to judge. So whether it's a panhandle or whether it's a, somebody asking to clean the windows, whether it's somebody who's asking for something for little league, It's our obligation. If we have it, we give it.
1: I think the other piece to that too is um, outside of the education piece, it is about I came from the HR side, Mike came from the education side, and it is about making sure that we create opportunities for other people. So when we opened our business, we never knew what it was going to look like. We we both knew we wanted to own businesses, but for me um, and, well, for both of us, it was really about making sure we create opportunities and whatever that looked like we didn't know and for us we've had we've been blessed with the opportunity of hiring a lot of great talent, um, some of which uh, we helped discover that maybe another profession was better for them and helped them get that. And then uh, those within our agency have opportunities to also open their own businesses. And we spend most of our time, I would say, as owners of State Farm. We don't necessarily write your auto policy, but we are absolutely coaching every step of the way, whether it be our employees or individuals outside of State Farm. And, you know, whether it we helped through Sully's house uh, um, in um, getting gaining an education for many of them, um, or you know, we're there personally, really assisting them and mentoring them through processes in identifying their futures. So that's the value of our I, agency.
2: Tag that one last thing you said there, honey, Charlie. What you know, uh, Don has specifically. We have several people that have worked for us in the past that you know after a period of time we, we kind of look at them and realize how unbelievably great they are but we we have to have the discussion with them like you know is this really you we've got several people that have become nurses we have several people i mean several like they have come in and you know don will sit down and have that discussion with them like you know you're fantastic in here but have you ever thought of this and I mean, gone back to school, and it's been really kind of rewarding and scary at the same time. Because the last two, they hit the map at the same time, right when COVID hit. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh my God, we got these people who we love and care for, and we, you know, we could see the stress that they were going under because they're they're, you know, just a few months in on the front lines, and all of a sudden this deadly pandemic hit. So our it, nurses, yeah. So it was, it's kind of a you know, that the the ripples extend out beyond
0: the agency. Yeah. I- Wow. Wow. So, you know, what, what just is clear as day for me is people first for you guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about what's doing what's best for your team members, you know, is best for the agency is best for the community and on you know, it's that ripple effect, right?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: yeah, Yeah. So what was your journey like into the insurance business? how do we get here or, you know, yeah, what is it, right? yeah. It, you, you, you were doing math, right. you were teaching math and it's just one day, you know, after that student you turned your back and threw the eraser at you and said, ah, I got to do something else. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
2: no, you know, I, I believe, uh, for, I'll speak for myself. And then Don, I, I've uh, just been a coach and a teacher my entire life. This is a very easy transition as you know people really do need someone that they can trust and explain to them on any level what actually they're purchasing what they need to be a, to be a, i still say that i'm going to go back into teaching but i do i do believe as don said we are the coaching and teaching on a regular aspect now i'm no longer peddling quadratic formula and newton's three laws of motion but what i am peddling is how to, how to actually you know, go forward in life, use your skills, truly identify your strengths while working on your weaknesses and, you know, letting people learn from my failures and sharing my failures so they actually have a better understanding of how to deal with theirs.
1: Yeah, I think we both knew that we wanted to be business owners. We just didn't know what type of business we wanted. And we certainly didn't, you know, go to college to be insurance salespeople. And so we knew we wanted to Uh, make an impact in the community. And for me, I started with State Farm. In fact, I celebrated 25 years with State Farm this year um, and worked up the leadership ladder. And it came to a point where I was tired of moving around and I really wanted to put my roots in. And Florida was the last place I was positioned. And I was fortunate enough to Um, take an opportunity with an agency and the way State Farm Works is if an agent retires, they replace them, they select who becomes an agent. It's a very, it's a long process. Um, And both Mike was in that pool and I was in that pool and we became two of six agents selected for uh, Mitch Collier, who was the largest insurance agency in Cape Coral. So we took a piece of his book along with four others and opened launched our agency in 2007. And so um, that was an opportunity to start a business. I had no intentions of being in insurance. I kind of wanted a restaurant. Thanks for bringing that up. And uh, I'm not sore about it, but... <laughs> But it just so happened that that's how our paths crossed. And Mike was recruited by one of my team members who was an HR recruiter for agency. And, um, his responsibility was to find great talent out in the communities. And that's how he found Mike.
2: And the thing is, the thing is, Charlie, just a quick story. Don and I were not married originally and we, but we were business partners for many years due to the economy collapsing. So we did a lot of things together and Don was, really the only reason that she was in agency is that she was being tapped to go to the upper levels of state farm into the, into the chairman circle. But in order to do that, you have to be an agent first. So she was signed, sealed and delivered and ready to leave. And I approached her at another business meeting. I said, listen, I think collectively you can, you know, I had to convince her to stay. Uh, like this is going to if you can see the light through the end of the tunnel here what we're going to be able to do in this community and with a leap of faith you know she wound up passing on that opportunity to the surprise of state farm and we kind of put a serious foothold in Cape Coral and the rest is history
0: wow Well, wow. so did, was part of that convincing her to stay a, a ring or, or was that later on
1: <laughs> oh, no, that we was, were just friends. Yeah, that,
2: that was point. much later on, but you know, we had we had we had a lot of implicit trust. It was difficult times to open up a business. So when you're when you're going through the same thing with that, you know that it's just challenging times, and you don't you're trying to pay your people without taking a check. Um, but yeah. then you can see the glimmer at the end. It was like, listen, you've you've gone through the hardest times. You need you know think about staying at the end because there's a lot at the end of the rainbow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, one of the things that um, uh, we were discussing this morning was like the one hardship that we rose above, and that was in 2007. And that was when, you know, the economy was collapsing. People were going, you know, we were going out of business in you know southern Florida. There, were, the insurance industry was totally changing, and you know, we opened our doors after investing our life's income in our agencies, and it was extremely challenging. However, you know, we changed the trajectory of the way um, the insurance. Uh, agencies were ran. And we just focused on what we could control and not the things that we couldn't control. Part of that, you know, was, you know, coming together and deciding to share an office. And through that, we're able to offer huge opportunities to other people in the community, which at one point, we were both extremely small agencies. And by bringing them together in the worst time um, that both State Farm and really our our country faced at that time, um, we were able to employ people and we were able to provide opportunities and still continue to provide, um, you know, financial services and and insurance to our policyholders and doing it very efficiently and effectively in a community that, um, you know, was suffering. So great times.
0: Uh, You guys, how about, myths in the insurance industry. What do you hear out there? What can you talk about for our listeners?
2: There's a couple of them that I think that, that really people should know. I mean, first and foremost, I think there's a misconception that insurance companies are designed to not pay people. I can assure you that that is not the case. Specifically, they're designed to pay people. Uh, you know, you don't stay in business for over 100 years by not paying folks. So that is that is something that actually hurts a lot of customers. In fact, the insurance companies would like to deal directly with the individual because that's where the contract is. But a lot of times people go outside and look for a third party to represent them. And ultimately what happens is they wind up giving away 50% of what they should have had to that company and it draws it out. So yeah. it is, they are designed to pay for people. But another people need to know is that when those massive claims are paid out, you know, I had a claim that was paid out last year for a half a million dollars for somebody that was injured on a skateboard. And it was just a very excessive amount of claim, but people need to know that we all pay for that. They're not things to be celebrated. It's all gonna go back in our rates. Another one that I think is really important is that all insurance companies are not created equal. So when people say they want the same exact thing as the other one, it's very difficult to do because we all have different policies. Policies will do certain things. There are clearly some policies that are much stronger than others. And the last one that is the most common is when people say I have full coverage. Full coverage doesn't really exist. It doesn't really mean anything in the insurance industry because liabilities can change from zero to hundreds, you know, to tens of millions of dollars. People can have, they think if they have comprehensive coverage and collision coverage, that that means full coverage. All that's doing is protecting the bank from their investment, but it doesn't protect the customer. So people really need to dig in and ask their insurance agent, what do I need? And, and liability will always be the biggest risk and you need to make sure that you're covered effectively. I'd say those are the
0: top three. Those are good ones. Wow. <laughs> All right. How about when you guys aren't in the agency, when you aren't working, what are you doing for fun?
1: Oh, goodness. Well, we love to travel during non-pandemic years. Um, Uh, We do a lot of that. And we bring our show on the road and helping others learn to lead and run agencies. But um, part of that includes, you know, being able to see the world. And then um, we definitely like to bike and beach and boat. And what else? Baseball. Oh, and then there's always baseball.
2: I play as much baseball as I can. Uh,
0: That's great. So you, you said you play.
2: Yep, yeah, there's uh there's plenty of leagues actually over in Fort Myers. I mean, there's it's the actually the amateur baseball capital of the world. People don't really even realize that there's probably 20 teams over there from all levels of 28 and up, 35 and up, 45 and up, 50 and up. I mean, wow. Yep, it's it's everywhere. So we uh I mean, we play every every Sunday, sometimes Thursdays. Um it's a fantastic time. Very cool. What's your position? Uh, at our age, you got to play everything because we're old and when, uh, you know, you're going to have to catch a few innings when it's 90 degrees because nobody can catch nine innings. You're going to have to pitch a few innings because no one can hold up. So if you're still playing ball at our age, you probably can play just about anywhere.
0: Doing it all. That's great. That's great. And Don, if you could, you know, wake up tomorrow and COVID's gone and you could g- travel anywhere, where would you go?
1: Oh, I would definitely go to Italy again. Uh, Yes. Um, one of my favorite places. So uh, we we were there a couple of years ago with my parents, which was awesome. We try to travel with our parents um, opposite years, and it's it's been fun. But, yeah, that is a place that I enjoy very much and would love to go back to soon. Wow.
0: Yeah. We've not been there, but it is definitely at the top of our list as well. So
1: Incredible.
0: It's going to happen soon. I can feel it. Absolutely. <laughs> so one thing you wish our listeners knew about your agencies, what would that be? You
2: know, I think we kind of hit on them today, Charlie, and, you, and yeah. you re- I really appreciate you doing that. At the end of the day, it's, insurance is what we actually offer the community, but what we're really about is the community. We're about the people inside our office. We're about the people that support us. We're about the high school down the street. We are, we just try to do our best and, and we have the mantra, dude, be kind, which is, as you can see on my thing there, it's how we even demonstrate to our team. Every single interaction that we participate in is an added value proposition. We try to leave everything better than the way we found it. So whether it's someone just coming in and paying their bill, whether it's, you know, getting something at circle K we are all about the interaction and just trying to make that one thing better than the way we found it. And that's pretty much how we run the agency. That's how Don and I live our life. And we have surrounded ourselves with some just beautiful people inside the office that teach us new things every
0: day.
1: And give us the opportunity to be able to do that.
0: Well, you guys are awesome. I know our listeners are thinking the same and many of them want to get in touch. What's the best way? Uh, The office number is, of
2: course, 239-574-4070.
1: We have two websites, www.dawnsullivan.net and
2: www.mikesullivan1.com. There are a lot of Mike Sullivans in the world, so (laughs) I had to to put a one after mine.
1: Yes, and then, of course, um, our team is available 24-7, so... um, seven days a week we're available for mm-hmm. assistance for anyone
0: well hopefully you won't need uh, to help anyone over the holidays here wish you guys the best and uh really appreciate you coming on for the show
1: well thanks for having us and have a, a happy holidays and enjoy hopefully next year will be uh much brighter than this year we're looking forward to that
0: we'll see you in <laughs> italy Don.
1: Yes, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> on the Amalfi Coast. That's where we're
0: going. <laughs> I don't
2: remember that in Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <God. laughs>
0: Great. Take care. Thanks, Take Charlie. Care. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.